This episode is brought to you by Santos Threads. Make sure to visit Santos-Threads for the latest and greatest in men's and women's Latino urban-inspired streetwear. Visit S-A-N-T-O-S-T-H-R-E-A-D-S.com. You are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number 51. Once again, back with you, your host, Santos, proud owner of Santos Threads. Of course, make sure to visit santos-threads.com. And um, I'm proud to announce, actually, a new affiliation. I have um, a new affiliation partnership with zappos.com. Shop the best in back-to-school sneakers, clothing, Etc. Check it out. I have an affiliate link below. I have a couple affiliate of affiliate links below with Zappos.com. Get free shipping, fast Amazon shipping, etc. Check it out. Zappos.com. Happy to announce that affiliate. And of course, uh, make sure to follow me on social media on uh, Instagram, Santos Thread Shop, as well as on TikTok, Santos Thread Shop. If you're watching on YouTube, for the love of God, please. Like, comment, subscribe the Santos Says Podcast YouTube channel. Away we go. On this episode, I am, I'm actually, I'm happy to have this guest with me. This guest is an MC of the purest form. He's a hip-hop entrepreneur. He's a fellow Latino like myself. He is from the great state of Arizona, representing that UMG underdog music group, of course. I'm talking about Dan Nicholson. Dan Nicholson was actually introduced to me by uh, Lisette Arenas, who I had on here on episode 38 of the podcast. You may remember she's very talented. She came out with her EP, uh, Blue, and it was a great EP, super talented. And so I had to inter- uh, I had to interview Dan Nicholson. And so he's here with me. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the show... Dan Nicholson. Peace, peace. Peace, brother, peace. Good, good to have you, man. Good, good to have you. I'm glad we were able to chop it up. And uh, finally. All day, bro. All day. That's what's up, man. So we'll get right into it, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's get it. You are from, you are from Arizona. So when yes, we sir. hear the First of all, what part of Arizona are you from? I'm from Avondale. Avondale, Arizona. Right. It's, a, it's a small little, uh, small little city. Like, my bad. Um, small little city, about like fifteen. I want to say like fifteen miles, like outside of Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? Like, bo- like bordering type shit. Um, but yeah, man. Like, we're so far west that we don't we don't really get talked about too much when it comes to. When it comes to the talk about Phoenix, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, this small little town of Avondale, I think the population is like 150,000. Nothing crazy. I think it's probably up more now. But, uh, yeah, man, small town on the far west side. Um, yeah, and we, you know, we just kind of, we're kind of like the the underdog city of, of the Phoenix metro area, you know what I'm saying? So, um, not a lot of shit comes out of here, and a lot of people don't come here either. So, you know, um but yeah, man, I like it like that, though. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, I think also it probably contributed to, and we'll talk about your music. We'll get into, like, what made you you, right, as an artist and as a person. But, like, 
it probably helped put that chip on your shoulder, right? To kind of catapult you to to pursue other things with your oh, music. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of one of those one of those uh those things, man. Where like you don't get support, you don't. They ain't they ain't a lot of shit for for people here to to actually, you know. I mean, it's a it's a it has its it has its perks, man, of a city and shit. Um, right now it's growing with small businesses and shit like that, with people that are actually from the community. So that's a good thing that's actually happening. Um, I myself own a small business in in my city and shit, but you know, I actually brought my business back to my city to to inspire the other people around me that I grew up with and shit too. You know what I'm saying? Not kind of kind of one of those things to you know start the fire you know a little bit to kind of you know encourage people to do things that you know what it was it wasn't really uh deemed for us to be successful in you know what i'm saying so a lot of people said we wouldn't yeah. be able to do shit like that man so i kind of wanted to change the tides a little bit and help my people um whether it was through you know helping them with a job or you know helping them like be inspired to to want to do some shit in life um, and that's what that's what I kind of did, man. This city's really small. Nothing really great has come out of it. Um, it's filled with a, a lot of bullshit like every other inner city is. And uh, yeah, man, you just got to make the best of it. I mean, the the success rate with people coming out of this shit and being successful is, is at an all time low. But hopefully we can we can change the dynamics of that shit and help inspire people um, right now inside the city. And, and, you know, maybe have a little spark in, in, in something that they do, too, you know. No doubt. No doubt. Night. So <clears throat> I guess now it's kind of answering my question I was going to ask you about Underdog Music Group, right? UMG, which I first heard about it from Lizette. Talk to me about how you linked up with Lizette and talk to me about, talk to us about uh, UMG. Uh, Lizette, man, I met her in high school. Well, I didn't really meet her in high school. I just kind of knew of her in high school and shit like that. Um, you know, and then she ended up being in my business at one point in time. And uh, I just kind of was like, yo, like, I, I remember you you singing a lot, you know, and um, I was like, you still sing? And she was like, nah, I'm not really into music anymore and things like that. And I'm like, well, hey, man, if it ever, you know, the time does come and I need you on something, are you willing to jump on a track? And uh, she was all for it. So, yeah, man, about six months later down the road, I ended up, you know, pushing out my album, uh, Imperfect Picture, that dropped in uh I think it was uh march of uh, 2021 yeah march 2021 I, I had shot a track at her man and you know and uh she got back the vocals you know within like a like an hour period man and and the rest was history bro after that i just i just knew i had something special with her you know what i'm saying so um i told her told her my plans for underdog and she was on board with it and and the rest is history man now now she's just blossomed into such a fucking amazing artist and uh right now you know, she's making a lot of noise here in Arizona, especially with her sound, that soulful sound that she has. Um, you, you don't you don't get that a lot anymore, man. That shit is that shit is a uh, it's 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 kind of one of a kind type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people do comment on it and, and they kind of get the Erica Badu vibes, the Lauren Hill vibes, the, you know, the Jill Scott vibes. And and that shit's hard to come by nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So, um it's a blessing for everybody on Underdog Music Group, man, to to be having her at, on, on features with us. You know what I'm saying? Especially to enhance our music in that in that in that way, man. So yeah, man, she's she's a fucking she's an amazing artist. You know what's crazy with her? You mentioned a couple of names, and I kind of got those names a little. I kind of got those influences, but 
the one to me, I don't know what you think about this. And then obviously we'll get into your music, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. outstanding. But thank you, man. The, the influence I got when I interviewed her and when I listened to her music was actually um, Amy Winehouse. Oh, yeah. To me, yeah. I heard she Amy Winehouse was what I really heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy because uh, I was blown away. I, right, she reminded me of Amy Winehouse. No, and I, I didn't hear it until like I think the last time we talked, you said it. And then last night we were on live and shit because my album just dropped last night, actually. Um, yeah, man. So everybody yes, was we'll on talk live, about that. And yep. I, yeah. And I started playing her music and everybody was like, she got Amy Winehouse vibes, bro. And I'm like, damn. So, like, you know what I'm saying? You're not the only person that hears that shit, too. But yeah, man, that's 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 a that's a that's a very, very good compliment to to be to be given. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, especially with with singing, man, there's not a lot of people that can hold that kind of tone and shit. Um, yeah, man, she's amazing, bro. Yeah, nah, no question. Maybe. She's she's outstanding, and shout out to her for sure. She's a yeah, friend of, of ours, obviously, oh, in yeah. the show. Um, so let's get into you, right? First of all, before we talk about your album, because that first of all, congratulations on that. Thank, um, thank which you. is what the uh, '96 and Forever, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that, so before we get into '96 and Forever, one, I want to take it to the beginning. Yeah. Where did you come up with this name, Dan Nicholson? Is that your name? Is that like where'd you get this, nah, this that's not my from? Government. And how'd you start Dan, rapping? Dan Nicholson. Um, actually had a, a boy of mine that I used to rap with and shit. Well, I still actually rap with him now, Jimmy the Gent. Um, but back when we used to rap when we were younger, man, we we were still kicking off this real hip hop shit back in the early two thousands, man. And and you know at the time, like the South, we kind of penetrated the music scene, and you know real hip hop became stagnant. That shit wasn't really being played as much people weren't showing it any love it became you know the the twist and and rock your shoulder bullshit dance you know what i'm saying like, you know real hip -hop, yeah real hip-hop kind of drowned at the time man like we we were kind of getting played outplayed over the south shit and and when i say real hip-hop like i'm talking about that real lyricism shit you know what i'm saying like the the real the cultural shit you know when it comes to the culture of hip hop, bro, like you got to remember that you know hip hop is still young, man. I think it, I think it just had its its forty fifth birthday. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hip hop is young as fuck, man. It's and it's a thing that it, it constantly changes. Yeah. Not to knock anything in the south, you know what I'm saying? They just they found their own way of doing shit. Um, but me being from Arizona, man, you're stuck. You're stuck in between those coasts. You know, you got the south. I'm gonna. You know, Arizona's smack dab in the middle of everything, Southwest type shit. So you got the South, you got West Coast music and East Coast music. I got raised on East Coast music, and that's just the way my vibe's been ever since. Um, but yeah, with the Dan Nicholson name, man, like me and my boy, you know, we were, we were pushing shit out back in like 07, 08. And this is at that time, man, where, you know, every dance song was taking over the fucking radio. And, you know, hip hop kind of started to, to fade out a little bit. And... Um, you know, he was like, I'm done with this shit. So his name's Nicholas. His government's name is his government name is Nicholas. So I'm a fan of Jack Nicholson, too. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to kind of mix both of the names up together and just kind of boom, Dan Nicholson. You know what I'm saying? My first name's Daniel. So I just chopped it up. But yeah, man, it's just, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a odd name, you know, to have when people meet like, what the fuck? Like, you know what? Dan Nicholson, what is that? You know what <laughs> right, I'm right. But it's, it's yeah, yeah. you know, it's a creative process and shit. I took my homie's name. I took one of my favorite actors' names and chopped it up and made it something. So, yeah, man, Dan Nicholson. Having heard hear, heard your music, yeah. I, I heard that New York influence. And yeah. so I had to ask Lissette when I first spoke to her. I said, yo, 
is he a transplant? Like, <laughs> I was yeah, like, yo, yeah, is yeah. he from New York and moved to a lot of New York? Yo, there's a lot of New Yorkers moving to Arizona now, too. Everything is cheaper. You know what I mean? So it definitely is. But I'm, more Phoenix. Hey, shit over there is kind of getting a little bit cheaper, too, man. I've seen it, too. I've, I've been checking out the prices and shit on, on everything, man. And it's it's crazy, like, how the pandemic has set you guys back a little bit, too. So listen, it, it's still expensive for the rest oh, yeah, compared for to the rest of the, of the, the country. But so I noticed that, right? I heard that you had that influence. Right. Who were some of your influences coming up, like your favorite MCs? Because you could hear the New York influence. Yeah, man. Um, shit, I grew up on fucking. I grew up on Nas. I grew up on the Locks. I grew up on Big L. I grew up on Lord Finesse. You know what I'm saying? I had Wu Tang in my shit. I had, uh, man. You know, like, fuck, dude. Like the list goes on, man. I had Jay in my shit. I had, um, you know. Um, Big Pun, you know, shout out to Big Pun. That shit, he's kind of been been the main reason why I've always wanted to pursue this hip hop shit. Cause, like I said, man, we didn't really have anybody. I don't really, we don't have anybody big from Arizona that's ever inspired anybody to to do shit with this music. And this is on a real hip hop level, you know what I'm saying? So when it came when it came to the Big Pun shit, bro, it kind of inspired us even as kids, man, to do something big. And uh, in hip hop, man, just because being Latino and being overlooked and shit, like, I mean, he was the biggest fucking star of any of any like Latino descent in hip hop ever. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know a lot. There is a lot of MCs too that that are part Latino and shit, like Nori and all that too. But nobody really embraced it like Pun until Pun came into the picture. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, man, my background shit with with being raised on on East Coast hip hop, like. Fuck everybody you guys practically grew up on. I grew up on too. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. Rakim. You know, I had the the Gangstar shit in 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 uh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Gangstar, bro. I had Guru and shit. Yeah, bro. Like the list goes on, man. I had that real shit kicking, dude. Um, yeah, man. Sorry about all the outside noise and shit. I, nah, nah. Don't worry about it. My kids are crazy, so I'm 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 always gutter with these with these interviews and shit. I I just be down on the whim type shit. But uh, yeah, man, fucking, I grew I grew up on that real shit, man. I even listened to like some heavy underground cats at the time. Like I was listening to like Cage Kennels and and Yak Balls and uh yeah yeah you know, some some super underground New York guys and shit too. Um, but yeah, man, like that's that's the shit that I was kicking, man. Like my brother had me on that shit. Like I, my my palette with music is very very broad, just because of you know my older brother at the time, man. Like he just. He put me on to everything, man. I was tripping out the other day, too, because I was like, Blink-182. My wife's like, I never listened to that shit. And I was like, man, my brother had me listening to that shit 24-7. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. I was like 10 years old listening to Bob Marley. I knew every fucking song, you know? But like, yeah, man, just just crazy shit. Like, people don't really... Nowadays, you don't... People don't... uh, They don't show that kind of culture to their children or their siblings and shit. They don't... They, they're not trying to push that kind of shit on on any anybody anymore man so you know it kind of it kind of leaves this big void of understanding the culture of, of music and uh i'm just trying to bring that shit back one time you know what i'm saying yeah nah man like like 100 and and what do you think right in your opinion what would you attribute to i guess like the decline um of, of as far as that real hip-hop in the mainstream what would you attribute that to in your opinion the decline yeah, um, I would I would, I would say, bro, it's it's the fact that everybody uh, like 
for instance, anybody who's from New York has grown up on the same shit that I've listened to. And knowing you're from the fucking Mecca, a lot of people really dive into that and they're like, damn, this is the shit that I want to make. You know, there's there's some dudes out there that could probably spit some bar shit, but it's always the what's popular right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, let me let me take a dive. Let me take a stab at the popular shit. Now everybody's a drill rapper. And like, like I said, not to knock the South and shit like that, but like everybody's trying to do the South shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, at, the, at we can't knock ASAP Rocky for who he is. But like even at that time, bro, he had a lot of heavy South you know, Mm -hmm. influence in his music. And he was from fucking Harlem, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And a lot, and and you got mixed reviews. A lot of people were like, oh, fuck this shit. And a lot of people thought it was hot. You know what I'm saying? Um, And he, and he did kind of, you know, infuse some of the boom bat shit into some of the beats with the chop and screw shit. So a lot of people were kind of okay with it, but you know, it's, it's one of those things like homie made us, homie made his sound. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's somebody who really revolutionized the sound. Of, of mixing like New York and hip hop sh- uh, South shit together. But nowadays people are just completely like how you say, man, like you think I'm a transplant, you know, like if I was from New York and ended up in Arizona, but now nah, these dudes that have been in New York them whole lives are starting to sound like they're from the South. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know uh, pe- people oh. from the East making West coast shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, um, Man, I, yeah, dude, I think I think everybody's losing their touch with the culture of what hip-hop was. I read some shit the other day, and it was talking about, you know, in the 90s when Lauryn Hill and Nas and, you know, um, Biggie and Jay were all making music, man. They were making shit for for the culture and what, what it meant to what it meant to the world, like the impactful shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, sh- they made shit that you could turn on every day and, you know, relate to to a certain song that was on the album, you know what I'm saying? Um, like it was, it was music for the people. Now we're making music for fucking popularity, bro. Like how much, how far are you willing to go to sell yourself, uh, you know, to be, to be recognized in in music, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that's the shit I'll never do, bro. There ain't a fucking dollar sign that can make me sell my soul for nothing. You know what I'm saying? My, my, my authenticity, bro. I'll never, I'll, I'll never sell that shit, you know? This is who I am. This is what I'm raised on. I ain't I ain't claiming I'm from New York, but I make fucking this is the shit that influenced me. So I make right. real hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to fucking go go any other route but what I believe in, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the thing with people nowadays is that's how the, the culture starts to die is because you get people wanting to make shit for popularity because they're in music for the wrong reasons. Trying to fucking get rich, trying to get famous and a lot of this shit, man. A lot of a lot of us got into it because we just love fucking making music. You know what I'm saying? Like, this this shit was an outlet for us to 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 voice our opinions or our feelings or talk or just talk our shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk about the shit we grew up in, and uh, you know that that also gave gave light to other people too, because you know we could be a voice for people too at times. And uh, people are getting music fucked up nowadays, man. So. I mean, that's just my opinion on it. You know, stay stay true to who the fuck you are. If it's something that you believe that you can make it in, then push it. You know, you don't have to switch your style up and, and take a, an alternate route because you think it's going to get you get you rich faster. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that yeah. bullshit. But that's, nah, that's, you're right. Yeah, man. You, you're right. And <clears throat> you mentioned, I know you mentioned, obviously, you, you're Latino. You mentioned how important Big Pun was to you, the, the influence of Big Pun. Yeah. Do you think that Latinos as a whole, that we they get their proper just do when it comes to hip hop, the proper respect? Nah, hell no, nah. nah, hell no, not at all. I mean, 
man, we gotta we gotta remember that like this is a, a heavily African American based, you know. Yeah, yeah. Thing, you know what I'm saying? So when Latinos get in the mix, and that's what I mean, like there's a lot of there's a lot of motherfuckers that we looked up to that are part Latino Latino, but they're not gonna really come out and and, and you know talk talk that they shit. They don't rep it. Yeah, they don't rep it. Um, and I mean it's it's sad, you know what I'm saying? Because it it's almost like people are are uh, ashamed of it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man, I don't think we get enough get enough shine as Latinos in this game. Um, and like I said, since pun, man, that shit hasn't really been a big thing. Like we haven't had any really big Latino rappers. Like it's crazy. I seen some shit with Pitbull, man, spitting like a 16 in like 2001, 2002. Homie can fucking rap. Yeah, he can rap. Homie can rap. Yeah. He, he switched rap. his style up, which I'm not going to blame another man for what he does for money. No, it's no, whatever. No, no, no. It's no, whatever, but, like, but he can rap. That shit, though. You know what I'm saying? If homie... Homie at the time would have stayed showcasing that shit. Like, imagine how many other fucking real rappers we would have had in this shit popping off as Latinos making making a lane for us. You know what I'm saying? And now now we don't really have shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Fat Joe's not even a contribution to that shit no more, bro. Like, you know? And and that's the thing that that it's put it died with pun, bro. Straight the fuck mm-hmm. up. I mean, there's no there's no other way to put it, dog. It died with pun. That that lane for Latinos to be recognized in hip hop died with pun. You know what I'm saying? So right now we're looking for the you know the next coming the savior of Latinos in hip hop. Like who's the next Latino artist that's gonna put make you know sell a million fucking records and, and, and go platinum again. You know what I'm saying? Like who's gonna be who's gonna do it? Um you know, those are stars that everybody's shooting for when you're Latino, bro. Everybody knows that. Everybody wants to be the next pun. Um, and those are some fucking big shoes to fill, dog. And it's, but, you know, at the same time, just just being in this shit, being Latino, it's it's something to be be proud proud about. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of dudes that are coming up in this game that are Latino that are being recognized now, you know, like fucking DJ Muggs and shit. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a lot of the Soul Assassin shit, like I said, Crime Apple, um, you got Eto from fucking Rochester. Like, I, I think he's from Rochester. Like I said, don't don't quote me on that shit. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, so, like, yeah. yeah, he's he's a producer, MC, homie's a fucking beast with that shit. He's Latino too. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's time for us to kind of, you know, kind of fuse shit together. You know, come together and uh, contribute to contribute to the culture. Because I mean, we are part of the culture. Re- rec- like, regardless if people don't want to recognize that shit or not, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a fact. That shit started and, in the Bronx. I mean, look at look, look at how where the Bronx, you know, that holds yeah, a lot of yeah. Latino community, bro. That shit came from the Bronx, and a lot of a lot of people don't understand that hip hop sound came from a lot of Latino background sounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep, like yep. instrument wise. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, bro, that shit's that shit's real, man. We are part of the culture too, um, and I yeah, I, I think I think you know sooner or later it's we're gonna be we're gonna be making more of an impact in it, you know. Um, there hasn't been, like, it's it, you start to recognize it now with a lot of the 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 white rappers and shit that are coming up in the game right now. There there wasn't a big white white scene since, you know, M Shine. You know, M was kind of like the the acceptance, and that was it. The only you know? one, yeah, yeah, and it kind of died off after that. But now you're starting to see these motherfuckers that, you know, can really spit, bro. And and a lot of people are getting rec- recognition for that shit. So I I think now, man, is is a lot of this independent music is coming into play. A lot of people are kind of doing away with the politics of labels and shit. And people are like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? So 
yeah, the Latinos, the whites are starting to mix in with hip hop heavily. And, and I think we're starting to get, get our shine the way we deserve it now because of the independency with people going that route, you know? Um, yeah, fuck labels, man. Fuck all that yeah. politics shit. That shit, and <laughs> that shit's ran, ran, it's ran by the white man, dog, regardless, yep. you know what I'm saying? So um, at the end of the day, dog, you still you still have to listen to somebody who's telling you what to make, um, you know, what, what video to shoot, and... You, you know, fuck all that, man. I'm I'm independent, dog. I make what I want to make. I'm going to say what I want to say. And I don't give a fuck how anybody feels about it. And that's the way I like it. Nah, I respect that. Definitely. You're your own boss. Um, yeah. And I respect that. So <clears throat> let's talk about this. We had talked a little bit about this before. But yeah, I want you to, I want you to tell it. Right. So Tiger. Fuck Tiger. <laughs> like that. Fuck Tiger. Let's talk about Tiger, that video. Fuck I guess Tiger, I gotta man. bring it up, right? Yeah, Tiger, yeah, the yeah. the Icaramba the Icaramba thing, the video and the song. I find the song just as offensive as the video. What are yeah. what are your thoughts on that video? Fuck Tiger, I mean that video, bro. Like the song is fucking trash. That shit is trash, stupid trash. Leave that shit. He could have left that shit in his, in his iPhone or his notebook, wherever he wrote that. Yeah, yeah. That. that shit is fucking dumb. Um. Ah oh, man, like the 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 music video itself, man, fucking making making this big fat Mexican dude driving a low rider, eating chips and salsa. Like, come on, dog, what the fuck? Like, you feel me? Yeah. And and the fucked up part about it, like I talked about it last time too, is like nobody's really making a stink about it. Like nobody's saying shit. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's really saying anything. Now now we're in this fucking cancel culture. You gotta bite. You gotta bite your tongue. You know what I'm saying? But it's like. If you say anything anti-Semitic, boom, you're canceled. You say anything, oh, yeah, of course. You know, yeah. you know that kind of shit. People, even Drake, man, with the blackface thing, people were starting to cancel him for that shit because he's part white. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, you know, right. People, he's people half Jewish. shit, yeah. So, yeah, man, what the fuck? Who, who's saying anything for us, bro? Like, fuck that pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like he's a bitch, man. That's that's straight up. And like, I, I recently seen some podcast shit where he sat down and a uh, homie was like, you know. You deserve, like, we deserve a, a, an apology. Like, it was a Mexican dude that was interviewing him. Was like, yeah, we deserve an yes. apology. And yes, like, oh, I think so I saw that. I'm sorry, man. He's like, but I'm not taking the video down because I spent, you know, a quarter of a million dollars of my own money on the music video. Like, you're a clown for even thinking so that what? shit. Hey, so what? Like, it's not good. You ain't, you ain't representing Mexican people in a positive way, bro. You're, nope. you're, pretty, like, you're nope. pretty much using us as a fucking, like, a, a prop to, to, to get views and, and clown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you, dog. Like, real shit. And I think, you know what's funny too, and I, I agree with you. And the thing that gets me mad about this is that, see, I understand, and I, I heard there was a bunch of diss records that went out with, with, you know, with Mexican rappers, which they should check him. But I feel like oh, yeah. all of us, all the Latinos, not just Mexicans, like all the Latinos should be checking this guy because yeah. this, is a, this is just, you know what I mean? It's almost like, I feel like if we were to all do that, we'd be so much stronger because it's like, Oh, you know, you fuck with one of us, you fuck with all of us. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a start to something. You know, like like check this out. For instance, like you guys with the with the Puerto Rican Day Parade in in, yeah. in, in New York, it ain't just yeah. Puerto Ricans. You get Mexicans, you get fucking Cubanos. Yeah, Everybody yeah. that shows up to support. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right. That kind of that kind of shit we need when when one of us is disrespected because we're all brown, dog. Like if one of us yep, gets yep. disrespected, that shit's only gonna it's only gonna fucking you know, catapult, bro. Boom! Here, it's a domino effect. You disrespect the Mexican, you can disrespect the 
a Puerto Rican. You could do, you know what I'm saying? That right, right, on, yeah. Continue, continue, so continue. Should be. You know what I'm saying? And and that kind of shit, man. Like, it just makes it okay when nobody says anything. So everybody just kind of continues to fuck it off and uh, do as they please with the with the insults and shit. Yeah, man. I I want to ever make this this tracks to anybody, bro. Like, but if there was ever a chance where I see Tiger, I'm snuffing that motherfucker. <laughs> Straight up. I don't I don't do I don't yeah. do that uh that back and forth shit, homie. I'm I'm somebody who likes to get it proper in person, you know. And uh, I don't think anybody's yeah. and I but that's what I mean, man. Nobody's willing to go out of out of out of pocket anymore to to like to do shit that needs to be done. Like we're we're so afraid of fucking jail time and lawsuits and and being cancel culture. Like you know how, you know how much of an uprise that would bring. You know what I'm saying? If if somebody yeah. came out yeah. out of out of out of their fucking, their comfort zone and was like, you know, I'm going to pop off on this motherfucker. You know, that shit would really spark something positive for that person. But nobody's willing to do it. So I'm saying it right now, fuck Tiger. Fuck yeah. all It's always people. about, nah, you're 100% right because it's always, at the end of the day, it's like everybody, they'll sell their integrity for, for you know what I mean? Fuck like yeah. they'll sell their integrity for, for, for a check. Even if it's the wrong thing to do. It, and, and at the end of the day, bro, like, if we if we look at back on like people's histories after they're dead and gone, it's like that dude's a sellout. You know what I'm saying? People are gonna look at people in in a way in a negative way. Like what the fuck? He ain't never done nothing for no culture. He ain't never done nothing for his people. Oh. Like you like everybody nowadays wants to be a Nipsey Hustle, but can't walk in the motherfucking the same line that Nipsey Hustle walked in. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of shit, bro. Every, no, there's not another man that can contribute that kind of power to to a culture, to his people, to to hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit's hard. like that dude was one in one in a million type shit. Everybody yeah. wants to talk about this marathon and all that shit, but like ain't nobody really doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's it takes a lot. It takes it takes you dying behind something that you believe in, and nobody's willing to die for anything that they believe in anymore. We all got a fucking expiration date, bro. But are you willing to go before your expiration date because you believe in something? I am. You know what I'm saying? And no, nobody's willing to do that shit anymore, bro. That's why you don't even even on a on, on a bigger stage, bro. Like you don't you don't get people willing to speak and be the voice of the people like Malcolm X were or like was and, and like MLK. You know what I'm saying? Like now now we got we got people like the Honorable Minister Lou Farrakhan. You know what I'm saying? Like that that real shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Being able to speak in front of thousands of people and being being there to be the voice of your people. Like there's not a lot of people that you know that get birthed into this world that will stand for something like that. You know what I'm saying? There's, sacrifice. Yeah. Sacrifice, man. Like I'm willing, them, them dudes are willing to die for what they believe in, you know? And that's real shit, man. Like we, we need more, we need more people like that in life. And that's the way I'm kind of molded. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? We all got to die at some point, but if, if it comes down to me dying behind something that I believe in, then I'm, a, I'm, I'm best believe I'm gonna leave my mark, you know? And, uh, yeah, man, just just this shit of people selling selling themselves for a fucking for for money, bro. Money, you know, money. That's all it is. Money and views, popularity. Money. You know that shit is that's clown shit, dog. That's clown shit. So, talking about leaving your mark, talking about leaving this this legacy while you're here. Let's talk about the new project that you have that just came out, ninety six and forever. What is the inspiration for this? And and just talk about it. 96 and forever is, um, you know what? I linked up with a dope ass producer from out here from, uh, you know, Phoenix and shit. And, uh, my boy, Stony Braxton, um, ill ass producer, you know, came up in that same, 
you know, that same era of, of real hip hop was influenced by the same shit that I was. And uh, yeah, man, we got together. Homie threw a pack of beats to me. And, and you know what? It just inspired me, man. Like that one beat in particular, you know what I'm saying? Everybody got to go stream the album because I'm not going to give it away. Um, but yeah, man, one beat in particular just kind of inspired the whole fucking, the whole, the whole little mixtape album, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, man, it just inspired it, you know, because it, it gave me that 96 feel, man. It just, at the time, 96 was a pivotal year for hip hop, you know, on both coasts. You know, you had Pac drop in, you had Nas drop in, Jay drop in. You know what I'm saying? Like, hip hop at that, in that year flourished. Fuji's. The Fuji's, you know what I'm saying? The score. Yeah, bro. Lord Finesse dropped that year. Um, fuck. Jeru the Damager dropped that year, bro. Like, a, lo- a lot of, a lot of greats dropped in 96, man. And, and, um, yeah, man, it just, it just inspired me to, to want to invoke that fucking, that, that essence of, of that year of real hip hop again, you know what I'm saying? But what, when music mattered. Um, so yeah, man, this, this album is dedicated to, you know, the, the culture of hip hop to real lyricism, to, you know, real production. It has a lot of heavy samples in his shit. So it kind of gives you that like Illmatic feel, you know what I'm saying? Um, it has that, it has that, you know, reasonable doubt feeling with it too. Uh, yeah, man, just fucking real independent, you know, underground lyricist, you know, production, everything, bro, everything that's incorporated with the with this project, man. It's 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 beautiful, dog. It's hip hop. It's fucking hip hop. That's it. Yeah, nah, nah. I, I I love that definitely. Tell everybody where they can find it. Plug your your go ahead. Plug your website. Yeah, yeah, man. You can you can uh, follow me on Instagram underscore um at Dan Nicholson. Um, you know what I'm saying. So uh iTunes Dan Nicholson, Spotify Dan Nicholson, title Dan Nicholson. I mean, yeah, man, 96 and forever, bro. That shit's it's it's live right now. It's 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 ready to go, man. So go stream it, go buy it, go download it, go save it, um, go go share it, go like it on Instagram, everything, man. Um the support, you know, this is an underdog music group, you know what I'm saying? So I got I got some real ass artists behind me and shit that i'm that i'm helping co-manage and shit too man and uh we're really making noise out here man we're really catching a buzz bro and it and it and it's only gonna go further with the support from other people too you know um i i really appreciate you and what you're doing um i gotta go back and listen uh which i will do yeah, yeah. um i mean i've heard your old stuff i've heard pretty much all your old stuff that's available i mean it's outstanding Dan Nicholson, tremendous, listen, tremendous artist, tremendous business mind. Um, you know, you, I, I wish you all the best moving forward. You are, what you're doing is very, look, you're doing big things. You're going to continue to grow. I'm pulling for all you guys. I appreciate um, you, bro. And um, I, I want to see you do well, and you are doing well. You're going to be, you know what I mean? You're a star. And, um, Thank you, bro. You're doing your thing, man. I appreciate you. It was good having you on. Everybody stream. Go look for 96 and Forever. The Hell project. Yeah. Dan Nicholson. UMG. Arizona. All day. Um, all right. We'll plug all your stuff too. We'll have all your stuff on the yeah, uh, descriptions yeah. and everything. Oh, no doubt. I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate what you do too, man. Like I said, keep it up, dog. And 
you know, everything, everything that you want is coming to you. Look at you, man. You got, you got sponsorships and shit now. Like that's dope, man. That's, that's what everybody could wish for. You know what I'm saying? Um, to be in that position, man. But yeah, keep, keep shooting for the stars, bro. And the rest will come for you too. You know what I'm saying? Keep God in it. Keep moving. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, real shit. Stay, stay real to us. Love, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. No doubt. Everybody, Dan Nicholson. All right, my brother, be safe. And, um, We'll stay in touch, man. Peace. Likewise, bro. All right. Peace. All right, brother. Peace. So Dan Nicholson, that was episode number 51. Man, I tell you, that album, uh, make sure you check out 96 and Forever. UMG, of course, representing Arizona. Dan Nicholson. Um, and, of course, shout out to them, UMG. Shout out to Arizona. Shout out to uh, Lissette Arenas, friend of the show as well the whole crew and of course that was episode number 51 make sure you follow me social media santos thread shop on instagram santos thread shop on tiktok um youtube channel santos says podcast youtube channel and of course don't forget to visit you got the affiliate link on the bottom zappos.com there's a link down there check it out you get free shipping my personal selections for the best uh, sneakers, uh, apparel, accessories, fashion for kids as well down there. Check out the link below. You get super fast shipping, free shipping, and 365 returns uh, on exchanges on anything that you may not like in the store. But, of course, you're going to love what you find there. And, of course, don't forget the Santos Threads Fall Collection, Fall Winter Collection, whatever you want to call that. It's coming soon, guys. We're revamping the website. We're coming out with hoodies. We got long sleeve tees. We got crew neck uh, sweatshirts. We got new hats. I'm telling you, it's going to be a problem. We're looking forward to it. So uh, thank Dan, Dan Nicholson, the whole crew, everybody, of course. And as always, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say what you just.